back to Joystick and Mouse video game news and reviews for all you filthy casuals out there. My name is Alex. I go by Cross in the Gaming Community. Uh, with me, as always, is Diddy. Howdy, bud. And Jay Dimes. What's up? All right, it is July 13th, 2020, two days until my birthday, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, we are going to. Oh, man. Yeah, episode 79, which is about how old I'm going to be. And um, on today's episode, because Diddy didn't put a thing in there for us to talk, uh, to do the summary, I'm just going to wing it. You ready, Diddy? Yeah, wing it. <laughs> We're going to talk about how The Last of Us Part 2 is, uh, is giving us some foreboding uh, thoughts about today's pandemic situation. We're also going to talk about Ubisoft had a lot of stuff that they announced, um, stuff I'm personally really excited about. Uh, we're going to talk about 2K Sports, uh, some of the, uh, the the details around the video game industry in the UK, and then we got a video game review, some full stream ahead news, and etc., etc., etc. It's all very good stuff today. And I'm very excited to be here with you guys. Uh, we missed last week, and uh, it was just uh, just an off day for me. I wasn't really feeling the uh, I wasn't I wasn't feeling the 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 entertainment piece. I feel like I needed a mental day. So sorry we missed you. Um, happy to be back, though, gentlemen. What's up with you? Nothing. Same old, same old, man. Yeah. Same same old. Old. Just surviving this uh, pandemic. Surviving the pandemic. Yeah. Don't tear the computer apart again, though. Why would you do that? You stress me out with it. They they came out with a distro plate for my for my uh-huh. case. What's a distro so, plate? Um, have you seen uh, uh, the pictures of a water-cooled computer where the tubes like run straight across? And yeah. they've got this—they've got just like a plate that all the tubes go into. Oh, on sure. One side. They made one of those. From my oh, case. cool. Okay. So that Very looks cool. a lot nicer. It's a lot cleaner looking. So I'm gonna get one of those. Unfortunately, the thermal take one just is. Just looks like hell, and it's just terrible. So, well, it, it, I, it looks like hell, like or like from a design standpoint, or is it from just a not design working? standpoint? Yeah, you, there wouldn't be any way to do that. You'd have to. It just basically would take the place of the pump in the reservoir. Oh, it okay. Exactly the same. So I'm going with a company called the uh, Seki. The Seki. I've that's my favorite um, type of, of sushi. Apparently, it is the Chinese version of Bits Power. Oh, okay. So, Interesting. And Bits Power is a, a well-known uh, water cooling brand. So, Love it. See how it goes. Um, probably going to swap out some fans for check out the IQs, and if those work better, I may switch all the fans. Dude, you got to let me know about that. Um, how all that works out I, for you? Did, I, I just I'm so fed up with the thermal take. I mean. Mm. The fans are great. The fans are beautiful. They're they're gorgeous. The software sucks, and the controllers just suck for them. Yeah, this it's is terrible. This is why I don't want any hardware, guys. I just want a. I want somebody to give me a thin client, give me a computer with the highest end stuff. Let me stream all my goodness over the uh, over the internet, and and let's make it so. I think that'd be great. Well, that's okay. I mean, if all the horsepower was somewhere else, like then it could just play with just... making it look cool. Well, you know what? Maybe, hey, maybe that's the solution. By the way, maybe instead of us having computers that are that are hosted by Amazon and their, uh, you know, uh, AWS, whatever, or Microsoft's Azure cloud, uh, like yeah, maybe maybe that still exists, but we still get the shiny box and we can customize the box. Yeah, we're just, we're just putting putting pretty lights and pictures and stuff in them now. Yeah. I, uh, I, I kind of like that. We've almost found some middle ground there, Diddy. Um, by the way, we are uh, a quick update on the Filthy Casuals raid team. 10 out of 12, baby. Heroic Nihilotha. They How were, about that? We were oh. so close. We were almost at 11 out of 12. We were so close. This week, dude, we, we're, we're going straight to Carapace. We're going straight to Carapace this week uh, for a raid team that started late, raiding once a week. We are kicking some arse. It's a big testament to this, uh, to everybody and, and the hard work that they put in to uh, to really learn the fight and focus up when I need them to focus up. Fucking awesome. So I'm really, really excited for that team. Um, Airbuck Air and I are, are 
trying to maybe bring in a ringer hunter. Oh, who you? No. Oh, uh, there's a guy that raids with us who is a uh, on Saturday and Sunday who's a mythic raider. He's pulling 85, 90k. DPS oh, Jesus. Sustained. It's, it's, yeah, that's insane. Unbelievable. That's insane. By the way, I crafted a ring. Uh, I got my, my, you know, like every profession in World of Warcraft, you get, you can make like a thing that only you can use as a jewel crafter, for instance. So I'm a jewel crafter. I can make rings and necklaces and other fine jewelry because I am so, I don't know. I just chose jewel crafting. That's what I wanted to do. Anyway, so I made a ring and uh, the ring came out with exactly the stats that I needed it to the first time around. I didn't first have to time? Re yep. Didn't have to recreate oh, it. Nice. Nothing. You talk about lucky because that's, I'll tell you what doesn't happen. Expensive. <laughs> Never happens. Yeah, Forever Rebel in the chat is saying lucky. Yes, very, very lucky. That never happens. Everybody in the raid team is pissed at me for that. Um, but I'll tell you what, I, I I had it in my head that I would have to go and make the, the ring over and over and over. And I was like, this is going to suck. I don't know why I'm even bothering, you know, kind of going into that defeatist mentality. And you know what? Fuck you, defeatist mentality. Alex wins. Alex wins. I'd have had to make 10 of them to even get one stat that I needed. So great. <laughs> so great. Um, all right. So, uh, Tim, anything that you want to talk about? We're playing D&D. &D. <laughs> you you sounds, got. Sounds like Jay Dimes is uh, Division 2 luck. Oh, we're going to talk about the Division 2 in just a little bit. You just wait. <laughs> um. Nah, man, it's just been quiet. It's been really quiet. Yeah. Uh, I am going to have to do... Oh, this is going to be a pain in the ass. For some reason, where my comic boxes right now are sitting, they're leaning. And it seems like the floor is flat, but I think it has something to do with the carpet. So I got to move some stuff around this weekend. It's going to be a pain in the ass. Ooh. Like how move. much stuff? Like, how many well, comics? How many racks of comics are you going to have to move? 12 boxes. Oof. About 3,000 comics. Holy cow. Yeah. Tim has so a lot it, of comics. It won't, be, it won't be awful. I'm just going to pull out all the boxes, leave the frames where they are, and move the frames. But, yeah, I don't know. Damn, man. I think I'm going to sell off. Oh. I think I'm going to sell off... Maybe a thousand comics. Really? Now, now I'm confused about about these frames and boxes. Um, so I use this thing called a drawer box, and it is exactly what it says. The way that the the boxes are set up, the rows of boxes fasten to each other. So I have three by four. So I have three boxes going across that are fastened to each other on the inside. And then you can pull the boxes out. You can pull them out pretty far and let them hang so that you can kind of get to the back of the box. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Are they made specifically for comics? Yeah, but they make, they also make solutions for magazines. And I think they make them for records, too. Huh. Man, Tim's yeah. having some major like... Yeah, so hopefully this works out because if this doesn't work out, I'm kind of at a loss. For yeah, you're you're in a predicament. Yeah. Well, that's gonna be fun for you to deal with. It'll probably take me a couple hours on Saturday morning. Saturday morning or Saturday night, I kind of need to do it when there's nobody kind of moving around the basement. Get Will to help you. Man, he's liable to drop a box of comics. <laughs> you don't even trust them. <laughs> Unbelievable! That's hilarious. That's hilarious. I might. I might. I might I get, get go with a help. Right. <laughs> um, by the way, before we jump into the news, quick reminder, if you play World of Warcraft, make sure you're signed up for the beta uh, for Shadowlands. If that's something that you want to do, they're sending out a huge wave invite. Thank you to Forever Rebel in the chat for reminding me. Mm -hmm. um, make sure you subscribe for six months. Yeah. Oh, and that too. You get a badass that mount. That mount cool. is cool. Fucking cool, man. Got my, got my mount. Um, so yeah, make sure you do that and uh, let us know if you get in the Shadowlands beta. I'm I'm certainly hoping I do. I typically get into it too. Um, yeah, I haven't seen anything for me yet. I thought we were supposed to get an email. I definitely want to try a Death Knight over there in that 
environment and kind of get a feel for it. So we'll see. Well, we got some good news topics coming up for you today. So why don't we jump into today's topics? I don't want to play D&D sounds. Otherwise, you'd hear this. A bloody blade or a fire spell. No, uh, we play D&D, Jade Dimes and I do. So instead, we're going to do this. It's time for the news. All right. So first things first, it's me. I just realized that. So I, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, since its development was announced in 2016, the post-apocalyptic The Last of Us Part Two has been one of the most anticipated video games in years, and it was amazing. Um, the majority of critics say the game released June 19th uh, uh, lives up to the hype. Furthermore, the game's backdrop of an ongoing pandemic provides new relevance to a world once confined to fantasy. Um, I, I thought that, that there was kind of like an interesting um, perception about this game or, or a coincidence about this game, especially given that like, so, so one of the, one of the funny things was like um, somebody tweeted, like you can tell the last of us part two is, is fake because everybody wears masks and doesn't complain about it. <laughs> it's so, crazy. It is. I used to think that things like The Walking Dead and and all these post-apocalyptic shows and movies and stuff that it wouldn't go down that way. That people would band together and ah. and and work as a community. And I have been shown in the last four or five months that nope, it's going to go down exactly the way that. The Walking Dead shows. Exactly. So, I think it'll really depend, right? Like, I'm in, I'm in this group on Facebook that started um, to help people find, like, hand sanitizer and Lysol. And so, like, you know, all throughout the day, I get these notifications. People are posting pictures of the things that they found like out and about in the Nova area or, you know, Amazon or something from restocks, you know, here you go. Um, and I bring that up because I've also seen plenty of people in this group, like, like, Hey, I got an extra bottle of Lysol who needs it. As long as you can right. come pick it up, you can have it. Um, or people will put together like these little, these little care packages of things that people can't find, like a can of microvan, can of Lysol, a, a pack of wipes, like a bottle of alcohol, whatever, um, and sell it like really cheap. Like if, if it's not at cost, they're probably losing a little money on it. And so I think, I, I think the problem with the internet is that it tends to magnify the voice of idiots. Um, <laughs> And I really do think that there are more people out there that really do care and want to help people as opposed to, you know, the assholes who, you know, don't want to wear a mask. Like, really, when I go out, I'd say 96% of the people that I see are wearing masks. Yeah. I, I will well, say the vast there's always majority of people I see that's, wearing a mask. That's also indicative of the area that we live in though to be fair because it's true. not it's not like that in other places and i know that because i've talked to people who live in other places who are like dude i just went to the store and and like nobody was wearing a mask and um so i i think that especially because we live in the the dc metro area right so we live in northern virginia just outside of dc this area has been really really good in handling some of the covid crisis and wearing masks for the most part. And then like a majority of people that are not handling it well, that are kind of hurting Virginia's numbers are the folks South of us. You know, but my parents live South of us and like, that hasn't been what they've said to me about people wearing masks. Like yeah. people, people wear, I mean, by and large, you know, at least it seems from what they've said, like pictures I've seen of people that I know that are still down there you know, are still wearing masks. Um, maybe it's the community of folks that I know down there. I don't know, but uh, I don't know. 
Right. Uh, I, I feel like it's it, it, it's probably maybe not as great as I think it is, but probably not as bad as, you know, other other outlets make it seem. Sure. I think we'd be all right. Yeah. That's probably true. It's probably not quite as bad as, as I am a little bit smart alecky but <laughs> attitude reflects leadership that's what i but, say to people attitude, yeah you're you know, not wrong <laughs> you know the places where leadership like is said, people probably you're, not, you're not wrong store here most of the people are wearing a mask you've always got that one guy walking the wrong way down the aisles but hey listen this is why costco will continue to get my business because they make people wear masks yeah otherwise you kick the fuck out yeah, yeah you can't come get in. out of there karen come on I like i'll keep going to costco it's yeah. good with me Get out of here, Karen. Um, next up, we got a, uh, the Ubisoft event happened this week. Ubi, Ubi. Ubisoft, like many other video companies, was unable to host its typical in-person press conference at E3 in June due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Instead, it hosted a digital event on Sunday called Ubisoft Forward, revealing more about its biggest upcoming games. Those included Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Watch Dogs Legion, its newly announced Battle Royal shooter Hyperscape, Far Cry 6, and more. The company says it also plans to hold another Ubisoft Forward showcase later this year. I would just like to say, as it goes to the Ubisoft event, for the last, I don't know, two or three years, I think they have missed the best part of their event. And it was Aisha Tyler hosting. Really? Yeah, I used to that. I mean, like, yeah, I guess. I, I don't know. Come maybe on, not. I literally like, like, I, I like Aisha Tyler, but also, I don't know. Like, I always felt like they're, I always felt like they're, I have to pause the video because I have to go off on a tangent for a second. I always felt like <laughs> their presentations were always just like, the entire time I'm sitting there, <laughs> okay, all right, just come on. Like the whole time, I'm like, okay, come on. Did you not come like on. John Barenthal when he showed up with his dog like a year ago? Uh, maybe I don't remember that. That was for um. Oh yeah 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 right yeah. yeah for that Ghost Recon game. Um. Eh. You know, yeah, I mean, you know, this, I don't know. It was pretty tame for Ubisoft, wasn't it? It was. Now that I think about it, it was really tame. It's like packed full of packed full of games, and this year, it was not. Uh, but they did have they did have interesting things. That hyper, what was a hyper revolt? Is that the name of the game? Hyperscape. Yeah, hyperscape. Hyperscape. Yeah, my buddy, my buddy has been trying to get me to play that. Um, I mean, it looks and legit. It's probably the only battle royal game where I've watched video and been like, oh, that looks like something I would want to play. Well, let's um, let's talk about that real quick. So we brought this up on the last episode. Um, this this looks like the one thing that I really really enjoyed about a game like Apex Legends was how quick everything was in, in that sort of game, right? And I think that for um, Ubisoft to jump into the same genre uh, with the same sort of um, approach to the gameplay is really neat and. Uh, I, I really liked sort of the some of the the ways that they um, they brought some of the gameplay elements in, but what really kind of struck me was there's a legit story to this battle royale, which we don't really get a whole lot of in uh, battle royale games these days, and I, and I thought that that was really really interesting. Um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that the that it was a compelling uh you know video or a battle royale but but it certainly is a start and this is an area where i felt like battle royales were really missing the mark i, I think that we having more and more uh concrete backstory like there's some backstory to, to apex legends uh there's like you know coincidence that happens in fortnite um but i, I the the feeling like they're really leaning into it in hyperscape makes me kind of excited about that but that said even beyond that it's a really uh the, the gameplay is really compelling too so uh very much looking forward to trying this the open beta is uh live now so you can sign up for it and PC give it a shot say again pc only yep pc only 
Uh, so give it a shot. And if you, shit, if you want to play with us, let me know. Uh, you can email joystickandmouse at gmail.com. Um, yeah, you can uh, play it. <laughs> Watch me play and how bad things <laughs> have gone. Have you played Have you played yet, Don? Uh, no. Okay. I want to try it. It's like right up my I, alley. I, you know, okay, before I get into the game part of this. Here comes Ubisoft came out. Ubisoft. Hold on. <laughs> they say I'm a grumpy old man. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to grumpy old man here. You know, they said they didn't address what was going on at Ubisoft because it was all pre-recorded. They could have sat That's down for, for five minutes and had somebody record something that they could have played to address what's going on, on the and at their company. Just to remind I, it, it's all that sexual abuse that we brought up the other yeah. day. It's well, and only that it went to the top. They, yep. they lost their creative game director. They lost their president. They lost their, um, uh, the F O C one of the other top two that <laughs> all gone. But I mean, but they lost their creative game director. They, yep. they lost the Chris Metzen of of yeah. Ubisoft, and it it's a huge blow to the company. And I thought they could have at least addressed it. They could have at least said, "Look, we understand. Have some faith in us. You know, we're we're working through this, and yeah. we'll get to you. You know, we'll get you a big statement here." Can I be devil's advocate? Sure. This. I don't think this is the event to do it. I don't think you. I don't think you talk about that, and then try to sell me games. Nor do I think you try to sell me games, and then you talk about that. Like I think, I think, I think what they do is like if you if they want to address that publicly with their audience, I think you have to do like a state of Ubisoft, like a like a like a a web stream, sort of like Division does, like these state of the games they do mm. on like every couple of weeks, right. But I don't think you can. I don't think you should marry those two, th these two things together. Like I, I I'm not afraid that they need to address it. I just don't know that you address it in the space of also trying to sell people games or hype people up on games. Sure. I, then I think they could have come out in one liner. We know what's going on. We're going to address this. You know, at a later time. Yeah, and now onto the games or something yeah. like that. So, yeah, and so onto the games. <laughs> well, the two uh, games. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. No, 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 what are you? Yeah, yeah, hit it. The two games that I've been really, really, really looking forward to is Watch Dogs and and um, Far Cry. Yes, I mean, the most, I what they're game because it's they're, so they, good. Far Cry is so Never good. Never finished that, the Far Cry game. Oh. God, I love those Far games. Cry games. They're so good. I just, I, I love those. They're so good. I've never, I've never finished an Assassin's Creed game. Never. I've never really gotten into one. This one, though, might, might have me take a, a long look at it. It looks pretty good. Well, let's dive, let's um, dive into each of those individually real quick. So let's start with Far Cry because that's what the, the viewers on Twitch are watching right now. I just want to point out that no, everybody's been asking me, no, that is not me as a child. No, it's not me as a child. Okay? Are you positive? You know, something very similar happened to me when I was a child, except it wasn't a grenade. It was a hot empanada. But other oh. than that, um, it was not me. I felt about the same. Um, second of all, holy Pretty much. Hold the pin and hold the pin and boom. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I mean, like, it's just, it was incredible. Um, I, I was really happy to see, um, I, I'm like blanking on his name right now. Uh, Breaking Bad. Why am I blanking on his name, guys? Uh, uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Yep. So I was really happy to see him. No, 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 no. His name is Giancarlo Esposito. That's what I said. Yeah. I thought you said something else. No, Giancarlo Esposito. So, I don't know. oh, sorry. <laughs> so he is, uh, first of all, one of my favorite people to watch in anything that I watch. Uh, he really? plays like a really good bad guy. Uh, Breaking Bad, Mandalorian. Good. So he's bugging out and do the right thing. Yeah, wasn't that that trailer was freaking intense? It was. Man. Oh, God. Talk about 
talk about here here's your story and we're gonna get oh it yeah like i i legit was great i legit was nervous for that kid in this thing so he walks out with a grenade and he hands him a grenade uh he lights up a cigar uh and you just kind of wonder, you know, at the end of the video, like, is he actually going to drop the, is he, is he going to drop the grenade on that crowd? Um, it's wild. Also, it totally looks like Cuba or some other place that is undergoing, you know, some kind of a revolution, like somewhere uh, that really like just jives with me personally on a personal level, but also for, uh, you know, all the same reasons that this sort of archetype of a story works. Um, the visuals are great. Um, it, it also, I think, is a little telling of the times. El Presidente. Everybody's fighting El Presidente here in the States. Um, <laughs> I just thought it was really, really cool, man. And, and I, I'm totally in for this. This is the first time I've been really, really excited about a Far Cry game. I've always loved Far Cry games. I've never been like, I got to get that day of one. This is one I think I'm going to get day one, mostly because of Giancarlo Esposito. And I think that the the, the um, overall setting and everything just does it for me. So Yeah, look, that, that one looked really good. That one got me super hyped for the game. Oh, yeah. So I, hyped. I was already excited, but now I'm like really hyped for it. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not going to buy it day one, even though I love Giancarlo. But um, I am happy to see him. I am happy to see him getting getting a lot of uh, a lot of work. I mean, he's an actor that's been around forever. Oh yeah. Um, and you know he's got that. He's Mandalorian. He's in the Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, I was so happy to see him in Mandalorian. That like so Mandalorian's my favorite Star Wars thing ever. First of all, and then when he ended up in there, I was like, yeah, it's my favorite Star Wars thing ever. Because <laughs> it just it. It was, and they talked about the Mandalorian, uh, um, you know, in that uh, that gallery on Disney Plus, the the gallery um, show where they talk about the behind the scenes things. It's very fan servicey in very subtle ways, and I think that that was one of the things um, that I really appreciated about it. Uh, and I picked up on all the little geeky stuff where uh, they they were, you know, IG eleven and the not the IG eighty eight and all that, and I think that it was. Uh, Seeing him with the black saber at the end, I was like, yeah, okay, this is my thing. Um, let's shift to Assassin's Creed real quick. Don, thoughts on Assassin's Creed? So, uh, my, uh, I've said this before. I've never really been a big fan of the stealth games. Um, and and even like, like Last of Us 2. I'm sorry, I'm getting pretty tired of it now you know i'm mm, that um, breaks my heart and, and the, but this one you know when they, when they start saying you can play however you want to um that if you want to be the face smash i'm going in you know with with flails and and uh dual wielding shields, shields. <laughs> that was shields. so cool like, I'm, uh, that was so, so cool. rad I'm in so yeah, I, this got me more excited for Assassin's Creed. I've, I've never really, like I said, I've never finished one of them. I'll get halfway through and I'm just like, ah, this is, I'm done. But this one looks like fun. This one might, uh, hopefully, this is, it uh, plays better than the other games. But yeah, when when they said you can dual wield sword or yeah. dual wield shield, yeah, it's like. Oh, man. Well, because they start out, you know, we're watching the video live on Twitch. Um, they talk about at first, they're like, um, you can dual wield any weapon in the arsenal. And I'm like, and they're like, if you want to do a shield in this, or I'm sorry, if you want to do a sword and a, and a mace or whatever you want. And I'm like, please say shield and shield. Please say shield and shield. And then they finally called it out very verbatim. And I was like, yes, it's so cool. Um, but this might as well. Yeah, you could throw axes. Um, but like this my favorite game ever. <laughs> this might as well not even be Assassin's Creed, in my opinion. Yeah, it's not Assassin's Creed. This is not this Assassin's is Creed. This goes back to a conversation that we had several episodes ago when they announced uh, Valhalla. But this, and this is what they've, the direction that they took starting in, um, starting in, what was it? Assassin's Creed Origins in, in Egypt, where you were playing like a warrior. 
You just happen to kind of sneak around every once in a while. This, you're very blatantly a warrior, and it's like, don't don't bother doing anything assassiny. The only assassiny sort of sneaky around thing that they do in this game is when he or she melds into the the uh, the crowd. And to well, me, that's what I don't like about this game, and it's probably not going to be a day one for me. Is it plausible that what we're really seeing is like an evolution of assassins? Like, were the first assassins, if you go back to the time period where Valhalla takes place, really stealth? Like, what, where Origins takes place, you mean? Well, no, no, no. This, this game right here. It, okay. Valhalla is before, before Origins, right? No, 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 no. This, I mean, Origins took place in like the cradle of civilization, it took place in ancient Egypt. So, this takes yeah. place during, you know, like when the Vikings were invading England. So, what was. So I didn't play Origins. Was Origins stealthy? Uh, yeah, no, not really, to be honest. Yeah, I just wonder if, like, you know, maybe what we see for the, like these early ga- these games that are set early just just is not. But I mean, Ancient to- Greece was not really all that stealthy either. Um, here's the stealth piece. If you're watching live, um, there, it, it, Ancient Greece was, and actually, I still haven't beaten Odyssey. Um, I, I don't find it. It doesn't scratch that Assassin's Creed itch that I wanted it to. And I I found myself just going through the motions um, playing Origins. Um, I didn't, I, I genuinely didn't enjoy it as much as I did some of the other games. But it won't keep me from playing because I think I, I like the, the bigger story that it that plays out in this. Um, I, I really do like the journey that we see the heroes going through in the bigger picture. Um, and, and, you know, to your point, Tim, and where I'm going with that is I don't think like this, it's not like it's evolving throughout the times where they become more warrior because there are a lot of instances where you're playing in the present time and you're, you're an assassin, like you're playing as Desmond, for instance, uh, before he died, you, you, you are running around the real world with a gun and um and also a hidden blade and you're doing like a ton of a ton of like assassiny stuff you know in, in like uh, as a in the in the real world right like so right. yeah i'm not sure that's a day one for me but definitely something i will probably check out hopefully hey, this can... will be a part of the you play subscription that's a good yeah yeah that's what, I, that's what i was thinking fire up you play plus and yeah, like I'll probably play it on Uplay Plus. Um, Tigress, uh, um, Ace Tigress in chat says, what was awesome for me is the game allows you to swap gender at any time. There's no more same story, different genders in a convoluted way. Yeah, that's kind of a cool thing. I, I like that it's it doesn't like it doesn't matter what your gender is. Your your experience is the same. I thought that that was pretty cool too, uh, because it was a little weird in Odyssey. Like you're playing as Alexios or Cassandra and they would refer to you in some different ways. And um, I, I kind of like the linear piece behind this. Uh, before we move on from Assassin's Creed, any final thoughts on it? Nope. Not. So we talked about Hyperscape, Watchdogs, Legion. Um, thoughts on it? I love the first Watchdogs. I was not so enthralled with the second one. I still haven't played the second one. So I'll probably, I, I think I have the physical copy if you want to borrow it. Uh, um, I'm take I haven't one. played the second one, but they gave it to you for free. So who gave it to you for free? Ubisoft. Yeah. Uh, I will post that. Huh. Um, so I might try the third one. I might go back and try the second one again. Um, but I really, I mean, I, I, I sunk months of time into the first one mm-hmm. so the, yeah, the, 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 the first one i oh go ahead go ahead sorry um i like the whole you can take over any player yeah or any any character that you see in the world um my only hope is that they have fixed the driving mechanic from the uh from the first two games because mm-hmm. that was the only the only mode of transportation I would take in the first two games was a motorcycle. Yeah, well, we, we know how much you like driving things. 
Yeah, I really don't. And I really like it even less when Hilarious. the mechanics. So, um, yeah, I found myself getting through the going through the motions of the first one, not really having any desire to learn the bigger uh, story of like what was going on in the side missions. I just kind of crushed my way through the main story. Um, the side missions weren't very like um, compelling to me, but with how much is going on in this game, like this one really is like jiving with me. Like I love the idea of, of yeah, bouncing around from different character to character and seeing all the different things that are happening around the city. Um, I think there's a lot of like, it, it, like I'm just excited to see where the story takes me. What I'm finding myself though saying is, man, I should have played the second one. So I can kind of see where the story goes, you know? So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It's so funny, dude. Look at this old lady like tasering people and shooting them in the leg. Yeah, it's, it's so fun. Great. He can play as anybody. Yeah. Did you did you all see the John Wick esque character? I mean, he was literally pulling moves from John Wick. Oh, really? Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Well, the other thing I like about this is it's in London. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like they they just so, showed they just showed like the uh, Tower of London. Cities. Yeah. Like that was so freaking cool. Oh, I love that city. They did a really good job with that in the first one, like making it Chicago. Yeah. Like making Chicago, Chicago. Yeah. Well, Ubisoft is really good at that. Like if you look at the Assassin's Creed games, they were really, really good about how they uh, recreated um, some of those cities, like Jerusalem and, and Rome and like some of these really major historical cities and landmarks and stuff they're really true to it yeah and like where they are right now at the ca the tower of london like i oh my god like i i know where they are right now um because we were running around there doing the tour of the tower of london uh just a year ago right like that's so cool and it's so it's so spot on um the combat looks good too by the way uh that's another thing that is always a little weird um, with some of these third per third person games, it looks really tight. Like it looks good. So, um, yeah, very excited for this one. Th this one caught me off guard as something that I didn't think I was gonna be too excited about, but I I really dig it. So, anyway, uh, so those were some of the the big announcements. Well, uh, the gameplay footage announcements that they shared. So, um, we put a link in the uh, show notes so you guys can see that for yourselves. Uh, we have another news topic, uh, and you're up, Diddy. All right. Last week, 2K Sports announced that it would raise the price of NBA 2K21 by $10, from $59.99 to $69.99 for next for the next generation video game consoles. Uh, to see all the bells and whistles on PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X, consumers will need to pay a little more than they did the year before. The announcement caused famously opinionated game consumers to erupt on social media and online forums. Many wondered out loud if the cost of AAA console video games after remaining constant for the last 15 years could be going up across the board. And I would say absolutely yes. And I am really surprised they haven't already. I was about and to say the same. <laughs> I, I was I was anticipating this. And when this... sixty bucks for a video for a triple A video game right now yeah. is a, it's a steal. It's a pretty good deal. I'm surprised they're not a hundred dollars now per game. Look at not Tim. Damn, look at Tim. He is so upset about this. If if the price of triple A games goes to seventy dollars, I will probably never buy another game on release day. Yeah, that's no. It is expensive. Like, don't get it's me wrong. A lot of money. Don't, it's a, yeah, yeah. Don't, it's a lot of money. And I tell you the other thing that irks me, this isn't the game you should try that with. Yes, thank you. But, I was saying the same thing. Like, do it. Know, do it Cyberpunk. Like, but do it with people Matt. are gonna do it people are gonna game. buy NBA 2K, right? Do, 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 I don't. Do really Madden. Yeah, I, people do I mean, play NBA 2K, but. It's the only basketball. I mean, Madden's the only football game, so that's not that's not really saying anything. Um, I mean, I guess at least NBA Two K has 
competition because live exists from EA. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm not paying $70 for 2K. Maybe if I played 2K1, I mean, if I played 2K more often, I, I mm, nah. I, I don't I, like I agree. I think that if the market yeah, really wanted to do this, Madden, I don't think NBA 2K21 can get away with charging it. Right. I, I think I, that they I, should have been a little bit. Um, I, I I don't know. Also, I feel like um, they also had an opportunity to do this back when the market was really like hot and heavy about sort of the evolution of some of these next gen um maybe not next gen games but like the 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 games that were really like touted like maybe even the last of us part two like these games that were really like pushing the bleeding edge of ps4 and stuff like that i feel like people might have been able to jump on that um yeah it's just a weird it's a weird title to do it for 21 versus 20 like where where how are they justifying this ten dollars well, it's just like they justified the $10 15 years ago. Like, I remember everybody up in arms when they were like, wait, you're telling me you have to spend $60 for a game? Yeah, well, here we are. It's just. Well, I mean, but what I mean by that is if Last of Us had come out and said we're charging 10 bucks more, right? I would have looked at what Last of Us was and what it took to make that game. Oh, God, and it's so much money. understood it more, yeah. right? But in a sports game, like, it's hard to justify that they really did a whole lot under the hood other than the reskin. So so is is it more this game or I, AAA games in general? I'm not happy about the 10 bucks in general, right? But if you're going to stick your toe in the water for it, like, g- give me an epic game. You know what I mean? Like, don't give oh, me I agree. Yeah. Give it to me in a game where I know you had to start from scratch and really do do the work. I think that yeah, it might have been an easier sell with Cyberpunk. That or, that's what uh, I'm saying, dude. Or some or Cyberpunk, or even like Watch the, Dogs. the couple that we just thought we just talked about, Watch Dogs or uh, not even Watch Dogs. Uh, Assassin's Creed. Assassin's um, Creed. Maybe not even or, Far Cry. Um, Far I would Cry? say no. I would I would say Halo. If Microsoft really wants to push it, go with Halo. Whatever the next Gears title oh, is going to be, it comes out tomorrow, doesn't it? What does what? Halo, Halo Three. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, because you know here's here's the thing, right? If they stop, if the if if NBA Two K Twenty One is the first game to do this. And nobody buys it. What do you do? Like if the sales. But here's the thing. They're not. It's not even going to tank. People are just going to do it. This is the same thing that happened 15 years ago, though. Like, that's the thing. It didn't deter people from buying it. They were like, oh, $60. All right. I will say (laughs) in 15 years ago, we weren't in the middle of a pandemic. No, no. uh, Okay. Agreed there. Fair point. Fair point. I think that helps them, though. I, really? I think people will pony up a little bit more to have the entertainment because they're stuck in the house. Okay, yeah, I, that's a fair point too, Don. I don't know, man. It's tricky. I I don't think that I, – I really don't think that it's going to – I think people are going to throw a fit about it for a little while, and then they're just going to deal with it. And I'm it just is what it is. Oh, yeah. man, did Twitter blow up, though, when it came out? Yeah. <laughs> well, t- Twitter blows up about a lot of things, so it's fine. Well, that's true, yeah. yeah. It's fine. Um, all right, our last uh, our last news topic here, Tim. What you got? Uh, the video game industry might have a fight on its hands as the UK looks poised to reclassify a popular game mechanic as gambling. Last Thursday, the House of Lords published a report on the harms of gambling, which found that in the UK there were fifty five thousand problem gamblers, aged between eleven and fifteen the hell this is a topic near and dear to our heart this is one that never (laughs) ceases to show up on this let me tell you you know earlier i was talking about my pissiness about what i got out of my exotic caches in the division two and i was talking to one of the guys that i play with and i said if the division told me 
that I could spend five bucks of real money, 10 bucks of real money, right? And get the specific gun that I wanted, even if the rolls were randomized, I'd do it. Yeah. I'd do it in a heartbeat. This isn't gambling. This isn't impulsive shopping is what it is. I equate, yeah, I like I equated it. I and this is my argument the whole time. It's like I equate this to like buying a pack of Pokemon cards or baseball cards. Like you don't know what you're gonna get. See, the problem I think with calling it gambling is when you buy a lottery ticket, you don't know that you're gonna get anything. Right? Nobody's opening up empty loot boxes. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, you, you oh, know, that's a really, really good point. That's a really, you know, I hadn't thought about that. That's a good that's argument. a really good distinction. It might not be what you want, but you're going to get something. Yeah, wow, that's a really good point. That's probably the best point I've heard in this entire... Yeah, I hadn't thought about that, but yeah. Hey. I, yeah, I, I, y'all know me. I don't have a problem with loot boxes. I don't have a problem with play to win. I mean, pay to win. That's um, where I draw the line. You're wrong. Yeah, and you will always I... be wrong, and... How dare you? No, yeah, I mean, like, like, here's the thing, right? Even if I could pay for a better gun, I'm not good enough that that's going to make a difference against a player that's really good. Right? Like, no, but it'll make the difference if somebody's the same as you. Well, they can pay the $10 too if they want. The, no, Diddy's got you there, my man. Diddy's got you there. This is that's that's exactly my thing too with it. Is it's like I you would, don't have a right to win. You paid to play, not to win. So if you want to pay to win, that's a different transaction. Oh man. Hard, hard disagreement, dude. I just I feel like it's gonna it's be not like we're winning money. <laughs> it's a game. Uh, so, yeah. I'm handing out prizes for winning. Listen, we all get medals. Okay, we all get trophies. Okay. Games we don't. Um, God, dude, I just can't get behind it. I can't get behind it. I can't. Uh, but I, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I want our listeners to chime in. If you, if you're, if you get behind what J Dimes is saying around pay to win, email us joy, uh, joystickandmouse at gmail dot com. Ask you a question. Right. All right. I'm going to use Destiny two as an example. Okay. Let's say you were a Destiny 2 player day one, right? Okay. You made grind to level 30. Okay. They come out with this new, this new patch, right? Okay. You, pay, you buy the patch. They start you off at level 30. You don't have to do the grind. Okay. Is that, is that a problem? No. Yes. No, no, that yes. is because, listen, that's not, that is not a problem because you're not, that that's not where the competition is. The competition's not the level. The competition is the play and the game. Uh the 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 loot, the um competition of PvP, uh so, all of that. So put that in a World of Warcraft context. Yeah, I'm trying to. Th- think about an You're, expansion coming out. A brand new expansion comes out. You get You a, don't get a level sixty character if you just bought it brand new. Oh no no! I'm equating it. Oh, ma- maybe maybe I misunderstand. No no no! You get yourself a, a boost. You get a boost character when a new expansion comes out. That that new. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't used to do that. But that's a, but that's the same thing. And you only get it to the to the level below, right? Yeah yeah. You get it to the level. Why can't I buy a boost? You can. To my gear. You can. No, you can't. Oh, but that doesn't put. But here's the thing. It's the difference between a max level character and the equipment that makes your max level character good or not. I didn't say that you should get a god rolled weapon. I said you should be able to buy the weapon that you want. Yeah, a god rolled you weapon. You're saying a god rolled weapon. I could spend $60 on like a, a, an epic or a legendary weapon in Division 2 and that should be allowed? Yeah. Oh man, and hard pass. Get, I can't. And you, and you get the rolls that they give you. Ah, oh, I can't get behind it. You oh, guys, oh, 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 wait, 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 wait. So, so let me let me 
see if I understand what, what J-Dimes is saying. You can buy the weapon, but the attributes on that weapon are randomized. Are totally randomized. Oh, really? It's no different than a drop so, that you get anywhere else in the game. You're just guaranteeing yourself the drop that you want, not the rolls that you want. Oh, uh, okay, that's different. That's okay. a different... So, like, you're going to get Ashbringer, but... Well, Ashbringer's not a good... No, okay, I, I'm kind of following you're what you're get saying, the bow. Jay. Right. You're going to get the bow, but will the bow have have agility um, or intellect on it? Mastery, or is it going to have oh, yeah. crit on it, which will just suck? <laughs> just you know. And and here's where I tie it back. Oh, wow. That That's is the mechanic of a loot box. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yes, tying it back oh, to absolutely. the original. Sure. Oh yes, it is. Yes. It's just left randomization of. The loot box. Yeah. The division used to do that. Division in division in the first division, they would run these global events, mm. right? And you'd play the game. Mm. They'd give you in-game currency for finishing matches. And when you built up enough in-game currency, you could go buy these different caches. And one of the caches was based um totally on the gear set that was available in that global event. The other one was a, a cache that was that was any gear set that was in the game. And they were different prices, right? I could buy one and know, hey, I'm getting I'm getting pieces from this gear set, but I don't know what the pieces are. Right. And I don't know what the roles will be. Okay, so like if it's a stat yeah, like that that I can get behind because there's some guarantee there there's not a guarantee right like yeah I don't think anybody should be guaranteed to buy well I mean I don't have a problem actually I don't have a problem with it God, that's... If, if if you want to spend listen if they want to say you can spend five bucks for a regular loot box you can spend ten bucks for the specific item that you want right. Or you can spend 20 bucks, get the item that you want with the best rolls available. Let people have at it. Mm -hmm. 20 bucks. I think 20 bucks is prohibitive, right? Like, you got to really want this if you're going to spend $20. Maybe. I don't know. I, I'll leave it to our viewers or okay, viewers. Our, well, our viewers and our listeners. For one item, how often do you think people uh, would do it? I'm I'm gonna let the listeners write in. Uh, we we gotta nip this in the bud. We gotta tell Jay Dimes he's crazy. Email joystickandmouse at gmail dot com. Um. All right, so let's jump right into uh, to uh, our full stream ahead news. Um, all about. I've totally taken Alex out of this game. <laughs> no man, I just don't. I can't. I can't get behind it. I can't. You're you're like you're like. Uh, it just, oh, God. I just can't. I can't do it. Full stream ahead. Let's go. All right, Diddy, what you got? It's been quite some time since Dadia was first announced and released. Um, and so far, very few of the major innovative features it's promised have materialized. However, that changed on July 1st when Stadia, when the Stadia exclusive Crata released on the program. On Stadia, that is. Um, the big deal about this is that they finally implemented their state share feature, which I explain which, what the state fair feature state share so, feature is. So state share is where you can save the state of your game and let somebody else start the game at that point. Um, I believe you can do it both ways. You can either let them watch from that point or actually play from that point. I'm not. Yeah. Well, they can watch for sure because uh, they're integrated YouTube features and such. But... Yeah. Now, now the thing about this is Creta isn't really a game, <laughs> which is the thing that really got me about this one. It's not really a game. It's a, uh, I would call it a map builder or a type of. It's or 
game builder type of yeah you build environments cool. and and other stuff um but yeah. it was really cool that it has state state share in it where you can save the state of something and then give that to somebody else and they can i agree i agree can use it still just very whelmed by stadia um I but know. i tried to tell you i know i got my controller sitting over there it's still charging <laughs> And y'all yep. tried to tell me I was should have bought one. I know because I we just didn't want to be in it alone without you. We wanted all three of us to go experience the lag in Destiny Two together. So uh, no, I'm glad I kept my hundred dollars in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, I have a quick uh, video game review to talk about because uh, this thing is is hilarious. Um, hold on one second. Let's play yes, this. Yes, and the reviews were so mixed. They I'm were. Surprised. I want to see if I can pull this up. Um, so I've been playing this game. I ended up, um, I ended up uh, um, subscribing to Apple Arcade because it's uh, it's a great deal. First of all, I think it's it's awesome. It's awesome. So paying for that, and I don't use it. Um. So I've been playing this game, and Aria has been kind of watching me play as my three year old daughter. Um. It's called uh, Sneaky Sasquatch. And we've been playing on the Apple TV, and it's adorable. Uh, you're you're playing as this like Sasquatch. And by the way, you can use your Apple TV remote to play this. You can have a, a Bluetooth controller, but it actually works surprisingly well uh, with a with the little Apple TV Touch remote, uh, which I think is hilarious. So the the whole idea is that you're the Sasquatch in the forest, and you're having to run around and and uh, sneak around the forest, stealing um, food from campers. Um, and you bring the food back and you, you have to eat it, but you can sell it for money. And then you take that money. You can buy stuff like clothes to blend in with the humans. And, uh, the, it's just, it's just a whole lot of absurdity and silliness. The graphics are, uh, really fun, kind of cartoony. Uh, it, it looks, I can't even describe it as it's very stylized. Like if you, if you're watching live, you could see the game playing out. Um, you can just search for the, the Sasquatch game on, on iOS and you'll see what I mean. It's very stylized, but it's um, really cute, man. It's it's really fun. And the whole sneaking around and stuff. If you have little kids, by the way, it's surprisingly easy for kids to pick up on. My three-year-old started moving the Sasquatch around. I would say that it gets a little difficult when you have to start sneaking because there's some um, just uh, motor skills that ha that come into play there and, and that gets a little tricky, right? But it, it is uh, it is a lot of fun to kind of play as a family. Um, when the Sasquatch is picking up food and stuff, you actually um, have to drag the food into the backpack, and, and some of those touch features make it kind of interesting. You have to drag it to your mouth to eat it. It's, uh, it's, it's cute. So if you have Apple Arcade, um, it's 5 bucks a month. You can get it the first month free if you sign up. And uh, this is one to try. It's adorable and hilarious. So uh, when he eats, he makes a big mess, too. It's really funny. It makes my three-year-old laugh, which makes me happy. <laughs> so uh, so that's Sneaky Sasquatch. That's my video game review. Have you on the phone? I haven't um, because uh, no, for no reason. I just haven't. Um, oh. I, 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 it actually, by the way, it looks really good on the TV. Like, it's primed at like 1080p graphics um at least my, my tv upstairs 1080p so it, it looks really good on it um but i'll probably end up playing it. it it probably plays really well on the phone because like for instance if you want to move you just touch the 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 remote right like if and i could imagine though if you had to sneak what they tell you to do is like you tap you tap it um and he starts tiptoeing in that direction to to not make noise and to sneak around and steal people's food so I, I would think that it pro probably plays very well on the mobile, but I will be trying out more games on Apple Arcade because it looks like they have like a bunch of really fun stuff. And we've talked about that on that service on the show. Um, Tim, you've spent some time on it, but it's something that I realized that I wanted to give a shot. So here we are. I wonder if they have taken a hit on subscriptions post post COVID where people aren't commuting which I feel like is the most opportune time to play a video game on your phone. Mm, maybe, maybe. Um, well, uh, guys, that's it. Let's go ahead and clap things out. That was a show. Thank you to everybody in chat for hanging out with us today. We appreciate you. 
Um, if you'd like to reach out to the show, you can do so by emailing joystickandmouse at gmail.com. Head over to joystickandmouse.com, and you can uh, uh, you can subscribe to your favorite podcatcher there. Uh, maybe give us a five-star rating on iTunes if you enjoyed the thing, because that helps people find us, and we appreciate you for that. All of our contact information is there as well, so you can follow us on social media. And if you, um, uh, and again, we welcome all, uh, all emails and uh, interaction on the show. We're happy to give you a shout-out. So, uh, from me, from Diddy, J-Dimes, we love you. We'll see you later. Diddy, say goodbye to the nice folks. See you later, folks. J-Dimes. Be easy. So long, everybody. Take care. If you like this show, check out more great content at IncastMediaNetwork.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. (laughs) 